Yo, what's good? It's your boy, ASAP 3706. It's a community podcast. We got the usual suspects, Adolphus Savage, El Chapa, and Marcus Sniffles. What's going on, y'all? Hola. Well, hola. First of all, that hasn't been my name in over a month, but thank you very much. Shout out to all the niggas out there that are 5'7", trying to play basketball, no athletic <laughs> skills at all, big lip, dark skin looking bitches out here. You know how I get down. Um, anyway, if a nigga ever want to meet me on the court, they could take some time off in June, meet me in Florida. You know how we get down. Shout out to Reduce Lunch Cat Podcast. I'm sorry. Hey, make, make sure you watch out for Florida, man. Yeah, cocaine's out here blowing up people's purses and all kinds of crazy stuff. That lady is innocent. That lady is innocent. Free cocaine purse lady. If she's in Florida, she did it. No, no. She said that she didn't know where the cocaine came from. It just blew in her bag. She knows about that. So the, right. all the strange things that happened in Florida, I could I could see that possibly happening. So she's innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Uh, El Chapo, what's going on? Hola, hola. Listen, I've been really taking this work hard, play hard motto to heart. And I'm fucking tired, yo. It's like every other day this week I went out, even the work week. Damn. Why? Yeah. Why not? Just, just I, I mean, turn up, I guess, you know. You only live turn once. Up. Turn up, turn up. No, it's just been life. a lot happening. A lot happening. Lots of ladies' night that needed to be had. So, yeah. Okay, let's hear about your ladies' night. I'm, I'm curious now. Is oh, any, no, I'm not spreading you, other people's business. Need, I don't, we don't know these people. You don't use no names. Oh, I got a phone number. Hey. I didn't okay. use it though. I bet you didn't. I'm I didn't sure use didn't. it. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that somebody would be jealous of the fact that you got someone's phone number. But if you guys mm. haven't, if you haven't heard oh. the last couple of days, <laughs> me, I'm I'm making it official. I'm making it official on the podcast. Ooh. Me and Miss Gift Queen are now married on no, Twitter. You're not. So yes. we've made that yes. official. No, we're not together. Yes. We're now relationship goals. Hashtag yes. relationship goals. No. You, know what? And you know what? I'd like to I'd like to send out a special shout out to her. She <laughs> makes my heart just sing with joy. You know like, what? You know what? Hang on. Let me, I'd, 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 I'd like to read. I'd, I would like to read something from the heart. Oh, from the heart. <laughs> She inspired me to write this. Falcons are red. Andrew Luck's shoulder makes me feel blue. The day I followed you, my dreams came true. And I'd just Whoa. like to put that out to her. I would like Fuck to put that out to her. I appreciate Fuck her. New heights. New heights. Hey, shout, out to, shout out to Sniff Queen. It's going to be her yes. new name. Sniff Queen. <laughs> Yes, Sniff Queen. I I just like to send. I just like to. I had a chance. I just like to say, like, hey, if you were shooting your shot at Sniff Queen, hey, it's closed. I missed your chance. The DMs are closed. I am standing in front of the DM doors. No one's allowed. The DMs are closed. Sniff Sniff Queen. Sniff King. Relationship goals. That's what it is. What the hell? The relationship. Well, I may or may not be jealous. Whatever. It, it is what it is. You had your chance. You blew it. She's mine now. Claimed. Hashtag mm. claimed. All right. <laughs> so that that is a very beautiful black love. You know, this is what we do in the podcast. <laughs> spread love. That's not only the Brooklyn way. It's the community way. So we're going to jump right into it. 
We're gonna give a quick update from last week's uh, comings and goings. So, so the young man Tyrone, uh, scam use finest. A uh, shout out to Triples. So, what was his last name? Singleton or Witherington? What the fuck his name was? The scammer from from I, Howard. I, yeah, Tyrone Hankerson. The scammer from Howard, he is now, as I uh, predicted in last week's podcast, he is now planning to file a $10 million countersuit against the university for leaking his information. What do y'all think about that? First of all, let me just start off by saying that I didn't know what he looked like before, and it didn't help that the caption on his photo was that he has over a $10 million lawsuit coming. But he just looks so much cuter. I don't know what it is. Regardless, I saw that coming, and I think he's going to have a chance. Yeah, he's definitely going to have a shot. Like, he's going to win. Yeah, I, I think he's going to win. I saw the picture that they put out of him. He had on that Pharrell hat. He had the, the <laughs> glasses, the way his yeah. ensemble was put together. Yeah. And then, <laughs> he definitely is a law Educated. student. He is a law student. He is going to cash out, and he is going to reopen his SoundCloud app and start <laughs> flaming y'all, giving y'all the hot bars. And I can't wait. I'm, I'm rooting for Tyrone now. I need him to What's win this crazy? Case. What's crazy is that this whole scandal happened behind him stealing people's fucking money and being a fraud. Allegedly. Then, allegedly. 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 And now he's about to be rich. He's about to have the lawsuit. not only going to make his bank account increase, but it's going to skyrocket the beginning of his career. I can't. I can't wait to see his Instagram account when he unlocks it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm so, so ready. You thought he was stunning before with five hundred thousand. He's gonna be stunning in foreign. Posted. He's gonna be in foreign countries stunting on people. I can't wait. He's gonna be everywhere, not wearing socks. And he, I'm here for it now. I'm here for it. Like I'm. I'm Team Tyrone now. Is he Dominican Because this whole no Man, socks thing. He's from that Georgia. Definitely a Dominican he's, he's, move. He's definitely from like Atlanta. So mm. yeah. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying Definitely to shout out to all. We we know that he's a nigga, oh, okay. not a Dominican. So thank you very much. We're gonna take Tyrone Hankerson, not Tyrone Julio or Tyrone Martinez, and represent. Thank you. What the fuck are you trying to say right now? I'm just saying you're trying to you're trying to take our nigga from us. That's I our nigga, the a scammer. I asked the question, and I gave I you the, the answer. Put your no, wine it's down. It's Put your wine down, down and sit down. Do. Please, cheers to, to you for the weekend. Tell me Thank you, boo-boo. Shout out to I you, Tyrone. You. You're an inspiration for all young black people of America. My niggas, get out here and get this money. Scam, steal, rob, cheat, <laughs> lie, whatever you need to do. Finesse them all, motherfuckers. Thank you. Gotta I mean, screw the bag. I was gonna do a question of the day, like, is is it even worth going to college, or, or what's gonna get you further, a college degree or just scamming? And right now, I think it's scamming. Scamming is ahead. He's doing both. That's the thing. <laughs> well, he found the, he found the cheat code. So yeah, I mean, so I mean, I'm, I'm not advocating scamming, but I, in my head, if he wins this, I'm just gonna say this is uh, his reparations. So that's how I'm gonna frame it in my head. So shout out to Tyrone. Maybe Tribbles can uh, slide in DMs or something like that and make some things happen. You know what I'm saying? I do need a couple new pairs of shoes, so shout out to Howard. Mm. Yeah. Definitely shout out to the Howard. What are they, the Eagles, the Buffaloes or some shit? Or I don't even know what they are. Don't do that. Shout out to y'all, Howard. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's going to he's gonna go on the Scamming Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, he, sure. Oh, yeah. He's going to have top five. He's going to have something in the African-American Museum 
Like, <laughs> museum that they got in DC. He's going to have his own little wing, and they're going to talk about him for decades, for generations. Yeah. yeah. I guess we got to take notes. I don't know. Like, he, this is this is the moment where Tyrone's changed for the better. He's He broke the cycle. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it was a pretty big weekend for uh, – how can I frame this? It's a big weekend for, for music and hip-hop and Dominicans and the Bronx and – Yep, yep, yep. Go there, go there, go there. Everybody Bart knows again, Bart again, Bart again. Hey. Everybody knows my favorite rapper, uh, Barty B, dropped uh, her debut album, which has been highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. It is called uh, Invasion of Privacy. And it uh, went gold. Shout out to Gift Queen for trying to flame me, talking about, oh, you said she was going to fail, blah, 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 blah. Hey, 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 watch it. Watch how you talk to my wife. <laughs> just, hey, just be careful. I, 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 know what you, I know what you're trying to say, but just watch the tone, please. Just watch the tone a little bit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, we already knew it was going gold to stop the strength of her singles. But uh, also, she did uh, she did Saturday, She performed Saturday Night Live, and she announced that she is pregnant. So all the people on Facebook are now just finding this out, even though Twitter is known for at least two months that she's pregnant. I figured it's not it out. Answer. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure release, you did. No, at the album release, when she was just wearing shorts and a loose t-shirt, I'm like, that's what you're gonna wear. And then Bruh. you don't see how drinking. We, we, and that's we, when I said, we've, no, okay. we've known this for two months. This is nothing. It, no, no, no. Yeah, I speculated for two months. No, no, no. This, this, no. This it, it, it was nice for it to be actually like confirmed, confirmed, like a hard yeah. confirmation. Like it, it was just like Twitter rumor and. You know, she you put it so out beautiful. there. But for it to actually be confirmed is a it's 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 cool. Did you guys get emotional? That's my prima. I was so emotional to see her. I was like, I I hope in that's her belly. Not... Uh, so okay. So <laughs> just just real quick, I know uh, Marcus and Troubles they plan on doing a an album review. So, but just quick takes. We'll start with uh, Mr. Savage. What are your What are your takes on this album? All right, for the second time of uh, this podcast, I don't I'm care. Mr. I'll Sandy. call you whatever I want. Whatever I want. Okay, Mr. Bitch, I'll call you that. Okay. Uh, my things for this album: <laughs> uh, the beats are really nice. Uh, the lyrics, it is what it is. Uh, my favorite track is uh, I, I really like the Get Up Ten. I think it's a it's a tone setter for the album. And honestly, I, I've listened to it three times. Yeah, and yeah. I like it. I, I, I low-key do like it, like, for what it is. So definitely shout-out to uh, Barty Gang for that uh, nice work that you put in, and I look forward to listening to it. And I will go ahead and pass it to uh, Mr. King Sniffles now. What's your thoughts? Hey, uh, as someone that has listened to Cardi B's music before, this was – this is exactly what she should have done. This is exactly what I expected from her. It was a, it's a fun album. Like if you're looking for fun, turn up music with a couple of relationship songs. This is the album for you. Like it's a good album for who she is and what she does and the kind of music she makes. This is pretty much the best she could hope for when it comes for when it comes to a debut album. Yeah, so I've definitely had it on repeat since it came out. Um, I purchased it, of and I've been playing it, of course, and I've been playing it on Spotify trying to get those streams up. I got you, cuz. Um, regardless, I was talking to my best friend, Courtney, and I was telling her, it kind of reminded me of like a more, more ratchet, but in a good way, version of Lemonade. 
because Lemonade was definitely out there, and I thought comparing it to Queen B. But in terms of the album itself being a breakup anthem, this album for Cardi B was definitely a breakup anthem. There's a lot of breakup songs, relationship songs that were just so relatable. Even so terrible time. relationship advice, but no, you know, it's not. From a, from a relationship guru, you have savage you advice. Cup for one, savage advice. <laughs> I just Hennessy in that cup. Was that some bad advice? <laughs> She might have lean in that Not cup. <laughs> she got that. Not activist. at all. Not at all. So um, I definitely enjoyed it. I like that she stood within what her lane is and comfortable. She didn't come out here try to do something that's like super, you know, deep, super. She's still within her lane. I, I felt as though she didn't try to do something that she's not. And I think that's why she was successful. Plus, she's always relatable and it reflects in her music. So I love it. Not to me, but continue. Not to you, and that's okay, because you're not a, a woman. You didn't say it to women. You said relatable, but there we go. Go okay, ahead and clean. Okay. Go ahead and clean that up. That's great. Okay. Whatever. Point of the matter is, I love it, and I think it's relatable. She was definitely in her bag in this album. Like she was in her pocket. Like whoever, whoever helped her put this together, mm-hmm. they kept her in her lane, and she didn't. She didn't deviate from the plan, and. The, whatever vision they had when they had when they uh, mm-hmm. decided to create this album, they stuck with it, and they I feel like they nailed it 100%. And she had good features. Like, really good features. She got Bad Buddy and Jay Bobby on the same fucking song. What? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about one feature, I the the Chance the Rapper feature, I, I'm not sure about that. Hey, that that's kinda, the, you know what? That's, that's the industry <laughs> plan feature right there. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting the, a Chance the Rapper. I wasn't at all. I wasn't expecting that either. How, did, how, did, how do you get that? How do you put those two together? And it's just, there, there's some behind the scenes thing, thing with that because the battery yeah, has been placed yeah. in her back. Slander right in the back, baby. All right, so Invasion of Privacy. It was a cool album for what it was. Uh, the beats were pretty good. I, I could have did without the last. Towards the end, it got kind of. I was like, eh. I didn't like the last song. I didn't like the last three songs. Like the YG feature on that song was kind of wasting. Like, bro, you, I mean, get you your money. Like, get, you didn't get like your, song? I, I was. You're gonna waste a YG feature on just whatever. I was like, you ain't gonna spit no bars or. He did. I, he did have a verse on there. He did. Yeah. Oh wow. You weren't paying attention clearly. That must have went over my head. Are you sure? Yeah, he Are had a verse sure? at, at the end. Yeah. yeah. He had a verse. Yeah. Oh, man. So it must have been not memorable because I was like, bro, you just going to do the hook and that's it. But I get it. Um, Yeah, it was pretty cool. It wasn't bad. The production was good. The sequel scene was excellent. There was, well, towards the end, it got kind of choppy to me. I could have did, like I said, the last like two songs. Like the the last two songs seemed a little Nicki minaj but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's a solid release. Um, she'll do numbers. But the, the people on Instagram or Twitter, people, you know, people like El Chapa, what? Who, who act like this is the uh, the second coming of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, people, people can have their opinions, but like, these people really like, they really feel Cardi B. They they feel the like she is their champion. Because there's I don't, people I don't, yeah. like you. There's like who, people like you. I don't understand who how people. So whoa, 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 whoa. How is it me? How is it me hating when I clearly listened to the album? I just said it so, was good. Okay, fine. But you were not the biggest Cardi B fan. You were always shit on her for no fucking reason. I'm still reason. not. And that's why that's why Snipples and record. I will go in on you. 
going and on. You had, and then that's why you muted our mics that day. Don't act like you forgot. <laughs> I forgot you about that. Handle it. <laughs> I did <laughs> I forget about that. I did it. Nah. And there's people, the reason why, if you look all over Twitter, if you look all over Instagram and things like that, people are just seriously wishing ill will on her for no fucking reason. No, Even no, with no. That's, that's, Yellow, that's, denying Bodak Yellow, that's, like that's it wasn't a good thing. song. It's not you can song. have your opinion and that's fine. But just as hard as it's, it's not, not a good is, song because it's I'm a direct ripoff. Yeah, it's like this is what let, I let, let me make my point. Are you gonna let me make my point or are you gonna talk oh. over me, the both of you? Big I'm gonna talk over you. That's what I'm gonna do. Big matter, little matter. This is exactly what I'm talking about. No, I didn't even say because, anything negative, and so you're already just wilding out like, oh, because me. y'all are talking over me. Like, yeah, don't yeah, ask me. Yeah. Don't call me. Y'all asking my opinion and talk over yeah, me. Yeah. I didn't ask for your opinion. Are you really just, doing I, a cast? <laughs> like, are you really doing a cast? That sounds like a, a bad card. <laughs> Some transmissions busting. <laughs> but no, nah, this, like, this, this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. Like nobody's what? wishing. Like who are these people wishing ill will on her? Like. Oh, there's Clearly people. There's not, people. There's people doing it. Well, my Thank thing you. is, it's, it's you. Twitter. You're not reading it's, it. No, 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 I am. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's Twitter. First of all, you know, Twitter is for the jokes, for the negativity. But like, I, I've never seen people take it that, that to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've always said, no matter what I said about her music, I've never, not once, said, "Hey, I respect your hustle, get your money." But that, it is what it is. She's a great entertainer. You know what I'm sure. saying? And that's saw, you. I saw someone. That's a lot of people. I saw. I saw the morning yeah. that the album came out because it got released on midnight on the six. So like that morning, like at eight o'clock, if you when I checked Twitter, it said uh, "invasion of like the hashtag invasion of privacy trash" was trending. I'm like, this album's been out for six, seven hours. Yeah. And you're calling it trash ready? And this is this is one of those albums where if you listen to it at six in the morning while you're waking up, getting ready for work. Okay, you might could call it trash, but you haven't even hit the weekend with this with mm-hmm. this album. You haven't been to the club with this album. You haven't been to the strip club with this album. You haven't you heard it loud. Before. Yeah, if you like, if I'm a if I'm a DJ or I'm a, a stripper or I go to the club, I'm taking at least four four songs off of this album and I'm putting them on repeat and I'm playing those songs and those songs are gonna go off in the club. Like, if you want to say it's trash at six in the morning when you just wake up. Yeah, but that's not the movie. Okay. Hold on. What's the last time you've even been to the club? Let's just be honest. It doesn't club? matter. That's an actual club. No, I, for me, I haven't been in a club in a long time, but I can tell you what a okay. song. I can tell you. you I can tell a song that's going to go off in. Well, a the club, last time right? I was in the club was the day before yesterday, and so I could tell you that it would be good. Well, but that's part of the formula too, though. Like, who who were the people in the club? Young people, women, women, young people. Women, young people, young women, people. women young are in the club. People. Young women who again, uh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense to play. Wow, I didn't say that. That I makes sense to play the hardest. Uh, the their their champion, their Superman, their Captain America the club. That makes sense. But I mean, I, I mean, it's, I, it's been pretty mixed. Like I even I, I really trolled uh, my Twitter feed because I made a poll talking about was the album a classic or not. I'm like, there's no way anybody can judge this a classic or not within, it hadn't even been like eight hours. And people yeah. were like, oh, it's trash. I'm like, y'all are wild. I was just laughing. Yeah. Like, Either way, that's, the point. that's the point. There's well, people Twitter. out there who are it's not so real life. sure, but that's all you see. So there's people out there that's between Twitter, between Instagram, and just talking to people that actually know they go they're so negative towards her and her success and everything and they have their opinion 
but just how negative they are towards her and how much energy they put into tweeting about it and talking shit about her on regular, then I can do the same thing in a positive way because I like her music. So what's the problem? I I don't understand the people that everything that's like from Bodak Yellow to Bartier Cardi to no to no limit to the finesse remix. If you listen to all those songs and you were like, I don't like any of these songs. If that was your if that was your standing up until her album came out and you still took the time to listen to her album just to mm-hmm. say it was trash, like what is wrong with you? Like what are you doing? Like you clearly don't like this artist, but you can't stop listening to her music. You listen right. to her music. You're doing that thing where you just and, hate, you hate well, listening to things. If you're if you're one of the weirdos that still listens to the radio, it's kind of hard not to. When it's Who listens to the radio? The no, I me. said if I said if you're one of the weirdos, <laughs> that's still, what I'm saying. There, there, there are some weirdos. Weird. There are some weirdos still listen to the radio. If you're listening to the radio and you have Twitter, then those I don't know how those Venn diagrams intersect. <laughs> well, I just saw you'd be you'd be surprised. I would be shocked to see. <laughs> People on Twitter that listen to the radio that don't work in the rate work in radio. So let's let's dig into this a little deeper. This is this is what I mean when I think when I say, you know, I, I joke around the the industry plant thing, but let's keep it a buck. Do do we really honestly think that Oprah listens to Cardi B? Hell no. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I, that was I, I, that was sure. I'm that, like okay. I'm yeah, like that, okay, okay. She probably okay, she probably guys. heard Bodak Yellow because oh, okay, guys. This is what we're doing. But here's the thing that that post came from the Oprah Magazine Instagram account, yeah. not yeah, Oprah. Yeah. That's I, I get, that's who, what who, I was saying. Here's the thing: who's running Instagram accounts? It's I, not I, I Oprah. I, Oprah, I, Oprah I, I, it's, I understand that. It's a young person jumping on the hot thing. And when but Drake clearly, out, they can't do that without Oprah's thing. approval. So I, I Oprah get, has yeah, to be okay with it. Nah, I think they can do that kind of stuff. Like if if they do something yeah. outrageous, okay. But that's 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 the same thing as like, let's say, uh, I don't know, you have a new company that sells hot dogs, and you're on Oprah's site because you like the hot dogs. You give it, you know, you give it the endorsement. That's a that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's where that's where I say the whole battery in your back. You know, you got Chance rapper. She's hosting Jimmy Fallon all this week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, see, like I said, they're getting money. I, I like the hustle. I like the strategy. But like, we can't sit here and not say that they they really formulated a plan behind the scenes. So that's that's all that I'm saying. And that and some people might they might hate on that that it's kind of being pushed on them. That's that's the music industry. Like they they sell songs and make money. They find that's what it. people like. It is what it is. So that's, it's a business. You got to make it money. Is. And and for her, she. She is the underdog. Like she literally came from nothing to being to having one of the biggest album releases of 2018. And thanks to her showing her breast. Yes. I don't want to harp on the rags wrist thing because that's kind of every every yeah, it, it, it is a lot of artists. It is. Too, it is a lot of. Pe- but here's the here's the thing. We didn't we didn't see Jay Z on the corner. You know, on Instagram, talking about selling drugs, talking about how hard it was. Like he told us that's what it was, but we didn't actually see Jay Z in the struggle. Like she has that underdog mentality, kind of like how, almost how like Kanye West had when he was first coming up. We didn't see it, but you kind of heard little rumblings about it with Kanye, where it's like, "Hey, here's this producer. He's rapping to people on the table, and no one's ever heard him rap before, and he's saying he's going to be the best rapper ever." And people, once he got on, people started rooting for him. Because he was the underdog. He even said, like, hey, I was the fan that got too close to the stage and was able to get on the stage. And now he's a star. Now, with Kanye West, he got so big 
that once he wasn't an underdog anymore, once he was talking about going to Paris to buy his clothes instead of, you know, you know, the, the polo store, he became like, okay, now we don't like you no more. And, the, and it's going to happen to Cardi B. It's not happening right now, but if she keeps on going at the rate she's going, she's going to get to a point where people turn on her. It happens to everybody. Like once, everybody turns once she on stops her. wearing the fashion Nova jeans. Yeah. Once he's like, once she becomes too, mm-hmm. too Hollywood for fashion Nova and starts, you know, shopping in France, then the, the you know, the hardcore, you know, Barty stands might turn on her for that, for being, you know, or if she goes, you know, what happened with Nicki Minaj and I hate to bring up Nicki Minaj talking about Cardi B because it's, it shouldn't be a whole, like, you can only it be shouldn't. compared to women, but just the, the comparison when Nicki Minaj started doing pop songs and super, super poppy songs, mm-hmm. and she got super commercial. A she lot lost of, a lot of her fans. A lot of, a lot of the hardcore, like from the uh, Trapaholics mixtapes, uh, Barbie fans kind of turned on her. They didn't like that. And, you know, if Cardi does that, they will turn on her too. And it, it happens to everybody, just about. No one stays the same way their whole career. Everybody grows. Yeah. Yeah, this the uh, the whole. It, it's it's crazy. It's it's interesting though, man. It's I, the whole the Oprah thing. I just had me thinking like, wow. I just figured I figured Oprah is more of a, more of a rhapsody person, but you know, I I figured that wasn't really her. But so. But it also brings brings attention to Oprah magazine. Think about it. I feel like a lot of these people are doing that. Like Jimmy Fallon, I, I believe that he's doing that to get get him some shot. I saw Mari retweet some Cardi B stuff. Like I feel a lot of people are just trying to, you know, live off her off her glow for as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody everybody does that. When something hot comes out, people jump on it. When Migos Bad and Bougie came out, everybody did Bad and Bougie online. When Drake comes out, people are gonna start people are gonna be quoting his song all over the place. It's that's what it is. If it's hot on Twitter, companies are gonna jump on that because young people are behind these Twitter accounts and they listen to Cardi B, they listen to Drake. They listen to Migos. They listen to Kendrick. They're going to start. They're, they're pulling from the culture and they're using it for the benefit. That's what that's what it is right now. That's a perfect transition. So uh, Drake got Cardi B all about the paint super quick. Well, Drake is all about the paint, though. Yeah, but no, nah, it was like all day. It was like Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi B's trash. Cardi B's good. Cardi B's trash. Cardi B's good. And then it was like Drake, 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 Drake. Drake's the joke. Drake can't miss. I was like, bro, come on, man. Like People forget how big of a star Drake is. Like I mean, when, I Drake, to, when Drake drops, it's that's what it is for the day. That's that's the, to, I mean, that's the topic of discussion. And he was still trending. I'm like, damn. So I know that you said that Nikki would probably drop something at the same time. Right. And there's a website allegedly saying that, oh, she didn't do it. She didn't want to take any shine from Cardi B. I believe that's 100% false. I believe she doesn't even care. Nobody would ever but, believe that. Yeah. But even if it was I, true. Yeah. But I think. I think that Nikki used Drake as a vessel to get her out the paint to get some of her shine off her on her big day because like Twitter immediately turned to Drake after that. So I, I found that kind of interesting. How, how many how many how many artists do you think would would have got Cardi B out the paint outside of Drake? Like who? How many artists can you name that if they'd have dropped a, a lead single for the album, would have knocked Cardi off? Like, Kanye that's West. one. Kanye West. Anybody else? Uh, I don't know about Kanye West. Uh, no, Jay Z. Kanye, Kanye West definitely would. I don't think so, but Jay Z okay. Either Rihanna. way, okay. Agree to disagree. That's three. Uh, Rihanna, we all took Beyonce, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Rihanna. 
Uh, if Jay Electronica dropped the album, yeah, he get her out the paint. I'm talking about just. I'm talking. Okay. To I'm talking a single. Just a single. Jay, just Jay Electronica. If it was going to an album, Jay Electronica. Are, are you on crack or what? What are you talking about? Not that many people know about Jay Electronica. Okay. It wouldn't be enough to knock Cardi B off, and you're okay. you're, you're really reaching. As much as people have been waiting for Jay Electronica to drop a project, you you must be crazy. I'm actually gonna agree with Adolphus on this, and I don't think. Yeah, Jay, I think I, okay. really. I don't think, a, I don't think okay. a Jay Electronica single. Okay. Overtakes Cardi B. Like I think for for a search for a certain section of Twitter, yeah, not for everybody. Not for everybody. Uh, if, like, if, I'm uh, if Andre three thousand dropped the track, um, I think he would take a lot of steam from her. Um, what's Taylor, your boy name? Taylor, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Uh, nah, what's his name with the nah. with the hair, the gay singer? What's his name? Frank Ocean. Sam Smith. Frank Ocean. I think if Frank Ocean had a new project, he, <laughs> it, it'd be close. Okay, but here, here, here's the point I was trying to get, and you could throw Nicki Minaj in there also. My point is, is that Cardi B is a young, new artist. She's not, she's not an established artist. Like any artist that has, you know, skin in the game. If they were to drop a single the same day Drake did, they'd all got her out the paint. Like Cardi B isn't. She's cool not, now. It's not. It's not the point that he got that. It's anybody. A new not, artist my, my point is that old artist. My it's the point, point is that, that the young money connection that him and Nicki had. That he decided to make his drop the same day she did. And I was speaking with the Dolphins earlier about this yesterday. It's like with Drake, I've said this before. Like when the Migos started popping, what did Drake do? Jump on the remix. When Fetty Wap started popping, what did he do? Jump on the remix. Like, do they have B for because it feels like the people that he kind of I mean, recognizes that they're that they're at the top of the game. You're going deep conspiracy theory. Right? You're, you're overthinking. It's the truth. It. I'm not. I'm not. How am I overthinking? I have facts to back it up. But who wouldn't want you're Drake assuming, to be on their song? Why, why would there be beef? But why wouldn't Drake want to do for them? But why would there be beef? Because the whole Nicki Nicki Minaj relationship. That's, that's what that's my assuming. Is. That's assuming. Anyway, that, that's assuming that they. He was trying to make a point. Before. No, that that's that's assuming that Nicki and Cardi have beef to begin with. You have to uh, you have to assume that that is a fact from the joke. Did you not hear the verse on Motorsport? I understand that that might have been okay. a shot, but I don't think that's beef though. Like I don't think that I don't it's think it's not beefing. okay. Beef is a strong word. I mean the relationship thing. Like I don't think shit. He even did a remix to uh, Lemonade. With Pharrell, which was popping for a second. You know what I'm saying? He did that because Rihanna was on that. <laughs> that's a Rihanna song. He's doing that for Rihanna. Irregardless of Pharrell's song. Okay, my, that, that's the, what I'm saying. The point I'm I was not saying is beef, but the relationship that's built there. Like, how how can she look at him like, yo, I thought we was down. I clearly haven't done nothing with her. You're going to jump out the window. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a conversation that's been had. Because if not, why, why wouldn't the two... The, one of the, the biggest artists and the up and coming hot fire artists not do something together. Like a remix takes, he could do eight bars in remix. Maybe and that could set the world on fire. Maybe Who because, says it's not gonna happen? Maybe it's because maybe it's because Cardi was already she was overexposed. She was just on that big ass Bruno Mars song. Like maybe he didn't want to seem like, oh, I'm gonna jump on the Cardi train. Maybe he didn't want to seem like a follower. Cause like with the Migos thing that you talked about. He was the first major artist to get with Migos with the Fetty Wap thing. He was the first major artist to get on that. With Cardi B, he'd have been the second or third. Like Drake isn't. That's maybe that's not his style to be the second or third one to get on the. He like he doesn't want to be late to the party. He wants to be the trendsetter. So maybe that's why he didn't get on a Cardi B song. Now, now my point that I was trying to make by us listing all those artists that would have got Cardi B shut down for a day is to prove that like I don't think that. It was some kind of manipulative thing to get her out of the paint for a day because 
there are so many artists that are more established and more popular that would have did the same thing. Like we named Kendrick, Kanye, Jay-Z, Katy Perry, T- Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Rihanna, all these artists, if they'd have put out a song that day, we'd have been talking about that and not Cardi B. Cardi B, like I looked at Cardi B's Twitter, she's only got two, two and a half million followers. Drake has 30 million followers. Nicki Minaj has 20, to, or she probably has way more followers. Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, they're in the 50s to 100. There's a lot more bigger. Cardi B is a small, it seems weird to say, but she's a small fish in a very big pond. Like, it's her time right now to shine, but when the big fish shows up, it's big fish time. It's Drake time. It's Nicki Minaj time. It's Lil Wayne time. It's Jay-Z time. It's Kanye West time. It's Kendrick time. I understand. That's not what I was saying. I was just saying my conspiracy theory that because Drake and Nicki Minaj have a relationship that maybe she has something to do with that. That's like, all. Let I, me push my theory. I know I know the facts of Big R's in there. Like I'm saying, like, like you said can, with can, the Migos. Can, can, can we entertain the people? Goodness gracious. Eh, is it entertaining to be conspiracy? It is. It is. Yeah. I think it is. Hey, you You're know what? putting Just poison it. in their head. We're going to believe it. Believe it. We'll be, the, we'll be the new Fox News out here spreading fake news. Just do it. <laughs> facts don't matter. Like, whatever. Oh, Fox News. We don't know. We don't know either or, though. So we can't say that it's fake news or it's facts. I heard. I heard. I heard. I I listened to the Cardi B interview with Ebro, and she said that her and Nikki spoke face to face and said there was no beef, no issue. That's what she said from her mouth. So that's what I'm going to go with. Okay, because we believe everything celebrities say in 2018. But moving on. So yeah, Fox News. Fox News. They're they're bigger haters than Nicki Minaj are Cardi B haters. So there was a young man named uh, Michael Brown. He applied to 20 universities, prestigious universities ranged from Princeton to Harvard to Stanford. And he was accepted to all of them. Great. Like that should be, you know, a big story in the news. They should be praising this kid. He should be an example for, you know, people of color, people, white people, anybody, anybody who's striving to be better, you know, scholastically. But you have some corny ass people on Fox News, one of their affiliate stations that were just blatantly hating on the kid they they said things like oh you know he's obnoxious he knew he was a smart guy why do you apply to all 20 universities he knew he was gonna get one of them oh now there's 19 other kids that are waitlisted you know the parents have to talk them off the ledge because they have to wait to see where he goes i was like bruh are y'all serious i guess it sucks to be treated like a minority in this country huh Mm. one thing one time you get a setback and now it's like oh that's the end of the world Welcome to the one time they weren't good enough. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Can we can we can we go a little bit further into that story? Just point out not only was he accepted into those 20 major universities and private universities, he was also offered 20 full ride scholarships to those universities. Now that's not easy to do. Now the average for last year's GPA to be entered into Harvard and Stafford and things like that was a 4.16, 4.2, or something along those lines, lower into 4.0s. This kid has a 4.6 something. I've never even heard of that as a thing as far as their their GPA in school. So the fact for them to, in Fox News, to come out and say, oh, it's obnoxious and this is that. No, he's been putting in a 4.6, really? He deserves that and more. Yeah, that, that's the thing with these these people. Like, look at the look at the. This is kind of off the rails. Look at the yodeling Walmart kid, right? Oh. I'm pretty sure Fox News didn't have that energy with him. Like, oh well, 
He knew he could sing. Um, why is he standing in Walmart? Why is he looking for attention? That's obnoxious. This dude has a, a Twitter page with like over 100,000 followers who are supporting him. He's probably going to get a record deal off of this. But but he's not a obnoxious asshole for ruining somebody's experience at Walmart in cowboy boots. That's got to be child abuse. Where is Paris at? That's what I want to know. But but again, like a guy works his ass off and studies probably his whole life to to get have the opportunity to be accepted in these schools, and he's called obnoxious. Now, if you flip the coin, there's other people. I saw a study on this online. There was a poll that was done that said most uh, white people in America, about forty percent, believe that black people would do better in this country if they would just work harder. You see where I'm going with this? You tell us to work harder, we could do better, but then we actually do work harder, be the best of the best like this young man here. He's called obnoxious. He's called obnoxious. You know, he, he should be ashamed of himself. He's he's kind of, you know... How dare he put it on the internet, even though that's yes. clearly not a thing that all yeah. these kids are doing right now when it comes to being accepted into college or even football teams and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Fox, Fox, the Fox reporters were talking about him being obnoxious. I tell you what, if my kids were to get one full ride (laughs) to any school, I would be walking around like LeVar Ball, kicking in people's doors with the paperwork, (laughs) putting it in their face like never lost. Free scholarship, full ride. Like, I'm talking <laughs> about just one scholarship. Don't let just my kid, one. Don't let my kid get 20 full rides. You will never hear the end of it. Never. Never in your life. So y'all, they need to just chill and, and be glad that they have, you know, a, a kid that has respectable parents. Because I'm, I'm, I'll lose my I'll lose, <laughs> I'll lose some shit and, and while out all over the place. I'll hold signs. I'll build T-shirts. I'll get a Twitter page going. I'll put something on YouTube. I will be obnoxious. Like you ain't seen obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like how that works. But shout out to them. Hopefully, regardless, they we'll, we'll celebrate with him. We don't need, we don't need extra people out there to celebrate with him. It's congratulations yep. out to and, and I'm gonna celebrate no matter who does it because no matter what race, creed, color, sex, gender, exactly. It's a good thing that you're able to be selected to 20 schools and even Ivy League schools. I mean, so shout out to you, Michael Brown. Or to those other crybaby Fox News people and the people that are thinking about, do better. Be smarter. Work harder. Get get a 4.7 if that's the case. Stop crying, act like a little bitch because somebody's smarter or better than you. So that's my take on that. They can suck it. But yeah. <laughs> shout out to WrestleMania. It's uh, going on right now. Dolphin Savage, he's working on a post, what is it, match brawl recap? Like, how does that work? Nigga, it's a post-WrestleMania show, not a post. What, am I going to fight somebody? What do, you, what do you mean a post-match brawl? Did Come you on. go last year? You clearly don't have the card oh, for that, but that's... Mm-hmm. I definitely do. If it wasn't for me nearly being killed in a car accident, Ooh, I wouldn't say have it. Thank okay. Say it. Okay, well, <laughs> if you'd put down the, the ding-dongs and ho-hos while you're driving and focus on the road, <laughs> stuff like that wouldn't happen. Nigga, your that favorite meal is a, your favorite meal is a Twinkie. What are you talking about? Dog, I've never seen a Twinkie. Twinkies, Jambalaya, Look, I wasn't raised, I was, I was raised oh, with a, What's that other thing? Where I could afford Empanadas, 
beef patties, all that stuff. Right. You do it's all that. He, he, he does you like two different islands. I haven't had empanada in the least. Say, you're a liar. No, that's a lie. When was the last time I had empanada? What's the last time I had empanada? Why don't you get on my damn plate? Shut your ass up. Hey, the empanada king rises again. When you the empanada king. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. You Uber Eats king. Fried chicken eating king. Fried chicken for life. We're going to have a pause for a cause. I'm going to go through my Uber Eats receipts right now because I know goddamn well I haven't ordered them in Pinnacle. That's a lot. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. MAGA. 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 All right. Let's start with the. Let's start with oh. February 22nd. Ooh. What? Big breakfast orange juice. Let's go to February 23rd. Classic egg powders, ham- home go fries, back. waffles. Go back. That's all you had was fucking orange juice? Oh. <laughs> and orange juice? No, you I said. said Uber Eats for just orange juice? What? This man has a nut case. You go back and listen to the podcast and take the... Oh, I was going to say something very disgusting. If you take Wait. something out of your ears, I said big breakfast and an orange juice. The next order, classic eggs, platter, home fries, waffle. That got canceled. You know, I fried don't care that much. Entree, I, don't, I really don't fried care Fried chicken entree, plantains. I know our listeners. Hey, fried chicken. Fried chicken. Oh, my God. Fried chicken again. Come on, fried chicken. Fried chicken Plantains. Plantains. Oh, my God. How do you rehab? There we go. Chicken lo mein. There we go. Oh, more fried chicken. I can't believe you'd have the fried audacity chicken. Fried chicken. to try to call me a fat piece of shit. And I'm clearly like five inches taller than you and only about 30 pounds bigger than you. Yeah, but you... Your oh, who's really fat? Your body composition All right, so moving terrible. on. Moving like on. I said, so, five inches, 30 pounds. Thank you. You big lip beast. Still in better shape and stronger and faster. Than you you're definitely not stronger or faster. Stop lying. Like I said, Joan, you, you come to that court. court. You come but to that court. Joan, I'm going to let you have it. Y'all add Adolphus Savage or Love Killer Trey. This man can't do 10 push-ups without getting a uh, inhaler. Well, I promise you I could do 10 push-ups easily. You know what? This week, why don't we have a 10 push-up challenge then? If I do 10 push-ups... On Twitter Live or whatever, you have to publicly <laughs> apologize to me on next week's episode. I will. I will do that gladly. Okay. Adolphus, Adolphus actually also wears a life alert chain around his neck. I uh, definitely don't. Like he's a member of Rockefeller, just in case he falls out from eating. <laughs> oh that's because God. that's because all these people are trying Help. to get me. I got to do what I got to do. I'm like, fallen and I can't get up. I definitely yeah. can get up. So thank you. Anywho, so. Uh, let's see. Marcus Snipples, he wants to talk about uh, the Big Crit concert. This is uh, actually Adolphus's favorite rapper, Big Crit. Nick, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, they're both from Meridian. Y'all might be, y'all might be related. Y'all might Look, be I'm related. from Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you. Now, you're from Meridian, Mississippi, the home of the Coons buffoon. Yearly the, <laughs> yearly the most out-of-shape state in the country. But Wow. Goddamn. Okay, I'm not gonna let a nigger from Georgia talk to me like that. Come on now. Hard ER. ER. Mega. From Georgia. Come on. The greatest E-R. state on earth. Hey, hey, he just read off a list of how many Kentucky fried chickens have you had up in your life? Come Actually, on. First of all, I'm a respectable human being. I don't eat KFC. Second of all, that is Jamaican fried chicken. So it's, I, I, it's, delicacy. it's not a delicacy, it's fried chicken. 
Jamaica fried chicken is different. I haven't eaten fried chicken in over a year. I don't even eat fried chicken outside of Zaxby's. You and eat fried fat. chicken. And you're still And fat. not to mention, I, I'm definitely not fat. And you eat dark meat because you're, <laughs> you're, you're a fucking coon. So you eat dark meat. Juicy lips for the juicy chicken. Thank you. Juicy lips. Oh my god. Friends, like Sambo. Friends, I can't help you with that one. Oh, oh my lord. Okay. So saying. so this past weekend. <laughs> this past weekend, <laughs> I went up to Atlanta to go see uh Big Crit in concert. Uh he had um Sahai the Prince is is torn with him. He's from, from Georgia also. Uh, they had Childish Major, JID, Open Form, and some other some other local artists. Uh, Big Saint, Big Saint, Big Sant. He he opened up for him. Uh, was that a place called the Tabernacle? It's it's a lot it's a lot smaller venue than I'm than I that I've been to. It's the smallest venue I've ever been to for a concert. But honestly, with the uh, venue being that small, you're able to be really close to the stage and you can pretty much see the sweat dripping off of his beard. You're that close. And for someone that had just put on a show the night before, cause he did two nights in Atlanta and the amount of energy he was able to bring to the show and the, his stage presence and the lighting and the song selection, he, he put on an amazing show. Um, when I listen to big crit rap, when I watch him perform, I'm just like, how was he not mentioned? along with Kendrick and J. Cole and all these other guys, because he's just as good, if not better, than them. And and even Sahai the Prince, he should be up there, too. I mean, he hasn't put in the amount of work when it comes to solo albums. He only has one solo album, but, you know, you can't you can't deny his rapping abilities. He's one of the, the best writers out here. Um, I, was, I was a little disappointed that being in Atlanta, that uh, no Atlanta artists came out for him uh he had uh he had bun b come out which is pretty cool but uh like ti is on big chris album lloyd is on big chris album both of those two gentlemen are from atlanta i understand ti has like eight kids so maybe he couldn't sneak away but uh lloyd like lloyd hasn't been popping for a good while so i don't know what he was doing like he's he not busy be, he's not, not busy. you're not busy just come <laughs> through busy. for like five minutes and do your verse <laughs> and get out of there because that was like one of the songs that went off pretty big and uh um damn um for Sahai the prince two chains is on his album so i was like okay maybe two chains will come out and he didn't show up either but either way even without all those people crit put on an amazing show um the energy was there Everything you'd want from a from a rap concert, it was it was incredible. And and even the thing that really stuck with me the most is that after the as soon as the concert was over, as soon as it was done, you know, he he went off stage and then he came right back for another song to close it out. But after that song, after the very last song, the lights went off. He was standing on stage. The lights came back on because it's like, all right, we're we're done with the show. He jumped off of the stage and he proceeded to walk through the crowd and he pretty much dapped up everybody that was within the first five rows and took pictures with every, like I, reached, like I reached out my hand and gave him that. And I was holding his hand for a good, like 10 seconds just to see how long he would let me hold it for. And he was like, just dapping up everybody, taking pictures with everybody. And he did it the whole, 
for the entire first five rows of the crowd. And I'm just like, this dude is a big rap star. He's a he's a big name. Like Kendrick's not doing that. I don't think. I don't, unless, mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't because I haven't. Can't do that though. He I mean, are, are we sure he can't he, do that? Because no. I'm. I, well, here's the thing. I'm gonna go. I'm going to Atlanta next month to see Kendrick, and it's not going to be at a huge stadium. It's at a, another small venue. So I'm curious to see who would do that. But a lot of artists wouldn't do something like that. Like just to go out into the crowd and shake people's hands, take pictures, and then after that, he had a meet and greet with VIP people. So he's like super in tune to the crowd. He's like very relatable. Like he's almost like how our our podcast is. It's like if you tweet at us, we'll tweet you back. You know what I'm saying? But there's you know mm-hmm. you talk about the bigger so podcast because he's not on twitter at all but yeah <laughs> yeah but that that was the, that was the thing that that was the thing that really like stuck with me because it's like yo this dude is like a famous celebrity like i can i'm over here dapping him up like i'm, I'm gonna post some videos either tonight or tomorrow but i mean for him to do that that's like super it makes him very humble and it, and it wasn't like it didn't seem fake like he was out there like legit dapping people up like not just put your hand out there and see who touches you he was like the whole thing, you could feel, you could feel him. like he like I and I'm, I'm I probably, see it in your eyes. Yeah, you probably search <laughs> through like now. Instagram or whatever and see like all the pictures that he's in, all the selfies that he took, and it was a it was a great concert. If you got a chance to see Big Crit in concert, Nigga, what the damn do? What the, who cares? What the I fuck do. is this for? Oh my god! He's doing this whole long hater, thing. Hater, 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 nigga, what do you got a high a high five? I'm just wow, nigga, come on. I was a fan of his before, and I liked his music. So, if you have an opportunity to go see Big Crit in concert, I would suggest that you do it because he's a great performer. He's got great songs, and he's a nice guy. This is just just a that's all I have. have. Because they're both Meridian, and they got some long-standing beef. I think he. No, I don't have any long-standing. Maybe stole one of his girlfriends. (laughs) Oh, there it is. No, I don't have any long-standing beef. I just you know stole a last piece of chicken. I don't know what the hell that is all about. Um, Shout out to El Chapo. I'm actually going to send you a message now to give you a quick laugh to cheer up your day. So Uh um, definitely. Oh, right. I don't know why you need to tell the world that, but that's scary. That's that's spectacular. Whenever Love Killer Trey is nice to me, it's scary. Let me see. She's about to get that beanie weenie. Ah, shit. Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what? what First of all, we're definitely <laughs> people. You know what? I'm gonna drop that shit this week. <laughs> hey, you see the man in the photo? <laughs> hey, a family full of losers. That's what they are. <laughs> Dang, South Breeze, they did you dirty. Wow! Wow! Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna have to expose them to the timeline, or what? What are we doing? Hey man, trust me. I got way worse. So, trust me. Trust me. Believe that. Believe that. Hey, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah. What else happened this week? So, I I know Twitter tried to get Lorde or Lord 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 Day. Just Lord. Uh, an extra in uh, the Twilight movies. She looks crazy as fuck. She looks like she's like. (laughs) 67, but she's like 16 or something like that. She's <laughs> that like, yeah, she's aging that like spoiled milk. But anywho, she uh, she made a bit of a mistake. And, you know, she's from a different country. She's young. She's busy. She's probably, you know, all over the place. 
But as a musician, you have to be aware in the social media area of your of your surroundings, right? So I'm sure she got off a long, I mean, maybe a studio session, got done off a concert or practice, whatever young, young successful, whatever, I don't know her genre of music, whatever she does. She got home from a long day and she posted a picture of a very eloquent looking bathtub. Uh, it looked like it was gonna be very comforting, relaxing. And she had the Instagram uh, post saying, and I will always love you. Uh, alluding to the uh, very popular Whitney Houston song off the soundtrack, The Bodyguard, which I was listening to today. Now, if you didn't know, Newark's finest. Uh, Why were Newark's, you listening to it today? Never mind. That's what I'm trying to figure Never out. Mind, Bodyguard, is a, Bodyguard is a great, uh, it's probably top five uh, movie soundtracks next to Sister Act 2. But, <laughs> yeah, as a musician, if you will, not even as a musician, if you didn't know, Whitney Houston died in the bathtub from like an overdose. So that yeah. probably wasn't the greatest thing to post. So immediately, like a pack of wolves, social media got on her ass uh, and they let her have it. And then she uh, put out a rebuttal later saying that she, you know, didn't realize it. She didn't realize what she did. So me personally, I think it's an honest mistake. Like everybody can't be, you know, hypersensitive and aware of everything at all times. Like maybe she should have been aware, but like she's really like ready to focus on this this hot bath she's about to take. I can see like, hey, that's where my mind's at. I love this feeling in my bathtub, relaxing, getting away from everything. That's an honest mistake. But I mean, Twitter and the internet try to get out the paint, but I don't think it's a big deal. I I, I think some of y'all have some differing thoughts, I, but I think it was innocent. I don't see why somebody would purposely post that. That just doesn't make sense to me. You're not that crazy or that cruel. Like that's just fucking cruel more than anything, if you were to intentionally say something like that. And she's actually a quite a big deal. I mean, maybe you don't know her, but Lord is very well known. She's won several Grammys just off her debut album that came out a couple of years ago. This past album, and wasn't my, I wasn't really into it, so I didn't even listen to it. But didn't she still win a Grammy off of it? No, she was, she was nominated. <laughs> nominated. She yeah. was nominated. Yeah, she was nominated. <clears throat> but still, so she has a I think a big enough fan base to sustain a, a successful career. So for her to do something like this purposely just to gain attention and publicity, I don't think that would be necessary. So I think it was just really poor choice. It was just ignorant. She had an ignorant moment. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it sounds like. Like if you think that she did that purposely, then you're pretty much thinking the worst of this person. And like yeah. it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna sit here and defend her, but you know, there's certain things that you can't do and you and she she stuck her foot in her mouth and like you can't go to the gun range and then put a Kurt Cobain lyric. You know what I'm saying? You can't go to the bar and put an Amy Winehouse lyric. Like as a musician, there's certain things you gotta know about other musicians. And yeah. You just you just gotta be smarter than that. And I think she'll learn from it. Like you're the the thing is the thing is with Twitter, you're not gonna cancel anybody. Nobody gets canceled. You're not canceling a Grammy award-winning artist you know what i'm saying you're not like even what's that dude's name we talked about him like a couple weeks ago the the white dude who everybody thought was like arab and but he does all those dances oh, oh they, yeah yeah remember him like he's on instagram with the uh, the kicker for the broncos like he's still out here cooking and everybody was like nah get him out of the paint he's canceled get him out of here he's done no he's not he's still here you're not getting rid of anybody if you can't get rid of that guy <laughs> You're not getting rid of Lord, like let's, let's be for real. Agreed. 
Yeah, I just wanted to jump in there. I thought that was interesting when we talked about it. Uh, what else we got to talk about? There was something. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. So we had an interesting conversation. Now, just so staying on Twitter. Actually, no, no, no. We're going to stay on Twitter. Stay on getting people out the paint. Your man, Killer Mike. <laughs> so when this broke the other day, we talked about it briefly on the podcast. Well, the first thing we spoke about him was his uh, – his stance on the NRA now, he's like, you know, pro guns and whatnot, talking about if his kid uh, did one of those high school walkouts and he said he needed to walk out of his house because he's like, oh, we're not going to jump on every fad or whatever. So dramatic. So, yeah. Fast forward. Uh, you had, uh, what is her name? Joyce Reed? Joanne Reed. Oh, Joanne Reed. Joanne. I don't know what she does, but she must be uh, famous or something like that. But not MSNBC. Oh, yeah, that's her. Anyhow. She posted on Instagram, she said, and not to be outdone, at Glam, Lux, and Cynthia, who rocked my H&M for our Elgin Baylor shoot, AM Joy, Glam Squad. So your man, Killer Mike, decides to go John Rambo in the mentions and say, so me doing an interview about black gun ownership with the NRA is quote unquote bad, but you promoting a company that tagged a black child, a monkey is a good, cool, acceptable. Okay, check. Shaking my head, niggas. She responded. Quote, the best read ever. She had time. Oh she had time. Ooh, yeah, she, she, she got in her bag. She got in her bag. <laughs> she is Jamaican for the record. She is Jamaican. <laughs> I did not know that either. All right. She said, H&M stands for hair and makeup, Mike. The two women beside me in this pic did my hair, H, and makeup, M, <laughs> for the shoot. The blouse I'm wearing is by Norris Ferrari, and I doubt you can buy it at a retail chain you're thinking of. I got it from a designer via a stylist. Here I was thinking you were an intellectual and not just the guy who hangs out in the sunken place talking God. about guns. The NRA's Ooh. official black guy Jesus. literally changed his name to black. End quote. Damn. Damn so, she's like, amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, man. And it's, it's sad because, like, he's getting flamed on Twitter right now. They're saying, like, you can't spell Killer Mike without two L's. Uh, so he's definitely getting <laughs> it right now. But, like, sometimes I feel that that's kind of. I know some podcasts they talk about uh, brilliant idiots talking about a social justice warrior. He went full social justice warrior without doing the research or taking the time to kind of figure out what's going on. Because like maybe if he'd have put you know some context clues together, but like, you know what, this you know I got to send this tweet to the drafts or send this message to the drafts. But he really tried to go in on her, and she just you know flamed him. And when you're a person that people respect like that in the black community for, you know, being smart and having good stances on things, allegedly, you can't be out here making yourself look like a, re uh, ooh, bad word, make yourself look like uh, looking stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, gotta be, that up. Yeah, you got to be uh, conscious of what you're saying, because now people aren't going to take him anything he says seriously. And even if it's a positive cause, now there's no like, oh, you're the NRA gun guy, or you're the guy that tried to get her out the paint with the H&M, so... It's one of those things like social media can be a double-edged sword. So it, it just, Well, he did come back and he tweeted a reply and everything. And basically, he was very humble at that point. Oh, I didn't see and, that. And, and I mean, he basically kind of made a joke about the situation and talked about he looks forward to having that interview with her and so forth, whatever. So he laughed about it and he knew he got read a new one. And it just kind of is what it is at this point. I mean, he I, I guess he, he did apologize for what he said, but... At that moment when he hopped in her Instagram messages, which was, that's another thing. Like, who does that? Who tries to 
start something in someone's Instagram messages. But the way he went in so quickly and so fiercely just kind of lets me know that his apology about his NRA interview wasn't sincere. Like he clearly just apologized just to apologize. He didn't mean it because if he did, he wouldn't have taken it. So he wouldn't have got so defensive about, oh, but I did an interview with the NRA and now I'm the bad guy. It's like, are you sorry or not? See, see, I think he's just really childish. I think that's really what it is. He just sounds childish to me for him to go out here like that. Granted, he still saw H&M and he reacted. Um, using context clues, yeah, you could have probably figured out maybe it was a double meaning. But at the same time, I, it could have been a little bit confusing to where he probably thought H&M, like the H&M, yeah. and got a little bit emotional about it. I mean, but how, how how long ago was that, the H&M thing? Like, that was a that was a good couple of months ago. You know what I'm saying? Are you like, not protesting anymore? Like hey, I said. In Twitter like time, said, that was 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody gets canceled. I guarantee you there's yeah. black people shopping at H&M right now. Oh, like, I've if seen you're, it. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're in H&M, we see you. There's no shame, no judgment. I get it. I've like, seen it. Their clothes, are, their clothes are inexpensive. Like, I understand. No, I'm that. judging. I'm not going to judge you. Because it's like, you know, you get upset. You you send off a couple of tweets. And then, you know, a couple of months go by. You're like, hey, man, they got a sale going on. Let me go and slide through. But, you know no, what I'm saying? Like, they had the him, best I'm never, sale. I'm never shopping They had the best sale after that whole scandal. I, I bet like they did. Off. I bet and they I was, did. I was looking. I was like, I can't do it. But yeah. I, just I mean, funny. just for him to just be so in his feelings that he felt the need to do that to to keep because obviously that he's he's got to still be getting roasted in his mentions about the nra interview like oh, people yeah. are still getting on to him about it he's like probably super sensitive and at this point like every time i see killer mike trending i'm like oh maybe run the jewels four came out maybe he dropped some new music no it's always killer mike nra interview Killer Mike, H&M debacle. Like, it's never for anything good. And he's starting to turn into, like, Azalea Banks. Because every time Azalea oh. Banks is... Every time she's trending, it's never for anything good. Every time Bow Wow's trending, it's never for anything good. So at this point, LP needs to take Killer Mike's phone, tell him to stay off social media, and get in the studio and make some music. And then, you know, you give, you give if he stays off social media for a week, people will forget about it and move on. And when he drops some new music, people will be fine and they'll they'll act like it never happened. Because, like you said, a week in Twitter time is like two months. So put your phone down, Killer Mike. Put it down. Yeah, so shout out to him for being a jackass. But the last thing we want to jump into before we dip out is staying on Twitter, staying on social media. Uh, if you don't watch sports, or if you don't watch sports, think about like maybe your favorite TV show to kind of get a picture we we're trying to talk about. So we were talking about like what would be your favorite athlete to watch in the uh, social media era, you know, just to see like what people's reaction was, what they do or certain things going on with their their lives. So uh, I know mine would be, I think, Barry Sanders, only because of his greatness as a, a football player. Combined with the terrible teams he played, this nigga fucking copied me, boy. I tell you, God damn. So, multiple people can't have the same answer, but cool. Yeah, only because like his greatness as an African running back. (sighs) Anyways, his greatness as a running back, on top of you know the boneheaded plays he make, like for every great run he make, he'd make runs that he would lose yardage. So I can see people on Twitter, uh, Lions fans. 
you know, one second praising him for breaking a big run, the two seconds later cursing him out and calling him very angry, nasty names because he lost 10 yards in a row. So that'd be my guy. Maybe Michael Jordan, too. Probably Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. That's actually a good one. What, what you got, a uh, love killer Trey? You, you going to go with Barry Sanders, or you going to go with someone different? No, I, I'm going to take a different approach. Someone obviously stole my answer that I put out first, but it's all good. Um, an athlete that was, you know what? I'm going to go with, even though it was short, I'm 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 stuck between Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders, honestly. Because prime time really one. had it all. He could do it offense, defense. He was a special type of athlete, a big play guy, and he had the swagger to go with it. Like imagine him, and he was a rapper too. Had some dope songs. Imagine that now. Okay, must be the money is an all time cult classic. Probably one of the better songs from an athlete ever. I think that nowadays, like, man, he would be huge nowadays. And then with Bo Jackson, I mean, just some of the things that he was able to do, his size, his speed. Um, he was he played two sports, and he was amazing at both. Um, it's just is very unfortunate that his career was cut short, but, you know, it happens. Wow. Actually, I, I thought I had the best answer, but I think I think you have the best one with Deion Sanders. I think that's probably the best one, considering how great he was off the field and on the field and – he had personality. Uh, my choice was between Randy Moss and Allen Iverson. I went with I went with Randy mm. Moss because, like, Randy Moss in Minnesota was must see TV. Like you, sure between was. between him and Michael Vick, those two guys were. If you didn't watch those watch a Vikings or Falcons game when those two were playing, you missed out. Like that was the topic of every conversation on Monday at school or Tuesday if they played Monday night. Randy Moss is, talent-wise, is the best wide receiver ever. And he was a big play guy, and he had some personality. He didn't have as much personality as, like, Deion Sanders, but he was out there talking shit, and I would like to see how (laughs) people would react to him in real time and how he would interact with people on Twitter. Like, I'd like to see Randy Moss and Allen Iverson with a Twitter account during their prime, like going back and forth. Cause I feel like, you know, imagine the day of Allen Iverson's practice rant. Okay. And now he's tw- trending on Twitter. Now he's in his mentions. Now he's looking at it. Now he's going back and forth with people. And I think that'd have been entertaining. So I, I went with the uh, Randy Moss, but Deion Sanders is at this point, the clubhouse leader to me. Well, I went, with two players, because I couldn't decide. And I went old school Knicks with Charles Sprewell and Allen Houston. Cause I think they're both fine. And I'm pretty sure back at that time, that's what we were that's what we were winning games too, right? Like as a kid, that's all I remember. It's just when they were playing, we were actually winning games. Please, just mute it. <laughs> Stop it. No, right. no. We were oh, Charles Sprewell. Any game that we won <laughs> counted to me. I don't care. And on top of that, I just feel like, especially with New Yorkers and how big they were to us, to see them on social media and things like that, it, must have, it had to be messy. Like, their lives had to be messy. We just didn't get to see it because social media back then wasn't a thing. 
Now on the Spreewell, that's interesting too because he did have the Rams name back then. But the PJ Carlissimo beef that would have been huge on social media nowadays when he choked them out. Yeah, like we don't we don't really see stuff like that nowadays. So that that could have been huge. Yeah, I would I would I would love to see like Michael Jordan in his heyday with TMZ following him around, like seeing Michael <laughs> Jordan coming out of the bar at, out of a out of a club or from gambling at five in the morning to go play a, you know, a noon game. Like I'd love to see how people would react to basically his legacy. Cause it's like Michael Jordan's out till five in the morning and six or seven o'clock gambling all the time. Is he a good example to kids? Is he the kind of player you can win with stuff like that? I think that'd have been interesting also. Yeah. Cause you know, you, like you can't do that nowadays. Like Odell Beckham goes on a beach trip five days before a game and then they lose the game. It's like, well, if he hadn't gone on that boat trip, he clearly wasn't mm-hmm. focused. And it's like, okay, that happened five days ago. That had nothing to do with the preparation for the game. So imagine Michael Jordan doing it every night before games, every night, and he has a bad game. Then what happens? And TMZ would have, you know, people would have drug him and said he's not a good example. And how can kids look up to this guy when he's leaving the club all red eyed and, Whatever, go out and drop fifty points. And so there's since, that. So, since L's take was so bad, we're gonna let you redeem yourself with the, <laughs> with, the, with your wine for the week. Cause that was- <laughs> Whatever. All right. So my wine of this week is gonna be a Ercana. It's a Malbec. It's from Argentina, and. This one says at a whopping 13.5. All my wines are at least 13 and up. I don't see the point of drinking anything below that. And this is definitely on the sweeter end, but it's not a dessert wine. And it's not something that's actually overly sweet. But you can definitely taste the berries in there, which I really appreciated it. And it smells like berry too. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to start it off with basically this is all going to be about my Monday going to the Demi Lovato concert. Amazing. I saw Kehlani. We basically performed. Just she was on stage and I was in my seat, but it doesn't matter. Um, so first off, I'm going to start off with the toast. So you recall a couple weeks ago, I had a wine in regards to people using the N-word who know very damn well they shouldn't be. And the example that we were talking about, the Victoria's Secret model singing Bodak Yellow, and they were over there saying the N-word, and everybody got all I right, including myself, because they knew fucking better. All they had to do was pause. Well... It's a Demi Lovato concert, so the demographics there, there's a lot of white people. And in my sex, there's a lot of them. And before the show starts, Bodak Yellow plays, and I got to give it to the girls around me because they did not say the N-word. They did that little, mm, and then they kept it pushing. I appreciated it. So I don't think they listen to the show. If they do, great. And if not, I don't care. Uh, shout out to them and everybody who's actually just listening. So I give a toast to them for not using the N-word, because they know very damn well they fucking shouldn't be. My wine itself is going to stick still with the Demi Lovato concert. So if y'all notice our Tuesday, Twitter, Instagram, everybody's going crazy because Kehlani jumped on the bed with Demi, and they had a little lesbian lover moment. I'm pretty sure they were getting it in during the tour because Kehlani already came out, and so has Demi Lovato as far as being bisexual. Great, good for them. Now, in front of me, there are these kids. Actually, let me correct myself. There's a lot of kids in that fucking concert. Teeny bobbers, 12-year-olds, 10-year-olds, kids there with their moms, kids that are still in high school, like 17-year-olds, fresh out of college, whatever the case is. People like myself, there's a group of girls, 30 and up. Cool. There is a whole huge age group. Now, Demi Lovato hasn't been at Disney in fucking years. 
her music, if you actually listen to it, it's about grown woman shit. It's about breakups. It's about excuse me, it's about drug usage. It's about overcoming addiction. There's a lot of different things in there. So what I'm really trying to get to is don't bring your fucking kid to the show or at least do your homework before you bring them to the show. Period, point blank. So that scene when Demi and Kaylani had a little lesbian moment, there was this father going all crazy trying to cover the kid's eyes and just doing the most. And it was just really distracting me from watching what was actually happening on the show. So to that, my widest self this week is going to be do your fucking research. Don't take your kids out to a Demi Lovato concert, Selena Gomez concert, even Taylor Swift. They're talking about grown women stuff at this point. They're not kids. So why should you bring your kids to the show? Do your homework before you go distract the people like myself at the show. And that's my line. Uh, I will say as a parent, one, raise your own kids. Don't expect Demi Lovato oh, or whoever else is there to, to, to be All an example for your kids. Lesbian moments in person. That's my business, Demi. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But I mean, like she said, you should be doing some kind of homework before you send your kids to a concert. Right. And on the whole white people saying the N-word and why I feel like it's so disingenuous when they get caught saying it and apologize for it because as a black man, I say the N-word all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. Every day. Yes. Stop. I have an okay. issue. I probably need to slow down saying it because my kids are starting to talk now. So at some point, <laughs> <laughs> at some point I got to slow down saying it and, and, and all that stuff. And that's neither here nor there. But my thing is, is I say it all the time, but I've never said it at work. Never. As long as I've had a job, since I was 17, I've had a job. I've never accidentally said the N-word. Now, if someone was going to accidentally use the N-word, it would be me because I say it a lot. And for these, you know, white people at this concert to say the N-word, or not, the, not at the concert, but the Victoria's Secret models were like, Oh, it was part of the song. I don't normally say it. It was an accident. I don't believe you. Because no. if anybody's going to accidentally say it, it's going to be me. Because I say it every day. Except, but when I clock in, I've never, I've never slipped up and said it. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I don't want to hear your excuses. This nigga over here playing Fortnite. He's he playing Fortnite. Double F South Breeze. Fried chicken and Fortnite. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's all good, man. <laughs> that is a great point. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much. That, that is a good point because, like I said, I may or may not use the word like it's my last name when I'm out of work. But yeah, it, if it was somebody to say it, it would be, it would be a black person. Like, how do you get a pass for slipping? And you just, you know, oh, I didn't mean to say it. When there's people that say it a lot more than you would think, and they can clearly go about their whole day, their whole life, and never one time, even as much as people sometimes black people get mad at work just doesn't happen unless you're about to get fired then it doesn't matter then yeah, you just go all out yeah just go all, super you know, everything's off the off negro you know what i'm saying so say whatever you want at that point yeah so i would appreciate y'all listening uh, i gotta get to this fortnite match if y'all do play fortnite y'all can add me at blk underscore excellence um i'm decent i'm better than dolph savage no you're not he's, how he's many does, not how many does shut up you don't even have a PlayStation. You're not even better than me. Yeah. How many? How many does you? Have? 
Uh, <laughs> uh, fried chicken and Fortnite. Nigga, please. Anyway, like I said, if y'all want to, Ice Cold AC17, uh, hit me up anytime via the PSN. Love Killer Trey. Uh, be sure to follow uh, committee underscore podcast on Instagram. Y'all niggas know how we get down. We always with the funny stuff. Um, anybody out there, if you would like, you can also feel free to send me any memes that you may have to area code 904-434-5662. That'll be much appreciated. Anyway, this is Love Killer Trey, and I am signing out for the day. Thank you. What the, the fuck? What the hell just happened? What's wrong with you? Did you just put your phone number out? Everybody's love killer trade dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're a sicko. Yeah, Come on. He says he want to be don't an idiot with his phone number out. Send, send him the wildest. Send him just pictures of like 99 year old women naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Send them pictures of your feces. Okay, you're, you're a disgusting. <laughs> what is, what <laughs> you, our goal, we're going to have the have the ice cold AC change your number challenge. We're going to make him change his phone number. So send him the nastiest. I'm not going to change my number, though. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. okay. We'll see about that. Yeah. We'll see about that. There's some nasty people on Twitter. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> Go ahead. Text me. I don't care. Yeah. So shout out to everybody that's listening, man. I appreciate all the support. I would like to give a shout out to uh, Sniff Queen, and I just like to leave her with a tornado flew around my room before oh you my came. Gosh. Excuse me, <laughs> Mr. Maiden, you she doesn't rain in Southern California, but like Arizona, my hey. I don't tears boy for when oh. I'm thinking about you. She's my sniff queen and she hit it on the low. She's my sniff queen and she oh. let the bird go. Okay. okay. Listen, um, I'll definitely take a serenade any day or, you know, a poem or two. Not from you, Sniffles. You're obviously taken. But, you know, from anybody else who's listening. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I hate you. I hate um, you. Don't. Yeah, so shout out to everybody listening. Uh, shout out to Trill T. We got some big things coming with that, so be on the lookout. Uh, again, it's Community Podcast. We out. Peace. Oh, and I'm going to give a snap of facts that never forget the Fetty Watt with Platinum without any major features. We out. Peace. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 17. <17th laughs> what the hell? What?